0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Rahalastapa Rahalastapa with this week's guest is Phil Jupiter. If you enjoy these why not come and see me on tour. I'm doing a show called Happy Now mark. It's about whether I am happy now or not. Now I have a wife and a baby or whether that, those two things make me miserable and want to die. Only You can only find out <laughs> by coming to see the show. I'm touring all over the UK from February 2016 right through to June 2016. And you can see if I'm coming near to you by going to richardherring.com slash gigs or richardherring.com slash happy underscore now slash tour and uh, book these tickets soon. And some of them are selling really well and they're an ideal Christmas gift for you. You could suggest from other people or for friends who you want to introduce to my comedy. And of course, if if you do come, that means hopefully I can earn enough money to carry on doing the podcast in the second part of the year. That is the way this works. So, um if you like the podcast and uh, you haven't donated before, if you want to donate directly to me, which hardly any of the other donations come to me, then do come and see me on tour and tell your friends. The show's called Happy Now, richardherring.com. You can find it on there. You're clever enough. Anyway, now let us go to watch and listen. Just listen, in your case, to Richard Herring's s Square Theatre Podcast with Philip Jupitus, Porky the Poet. He is a very nice man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who this weekend was an answer on Pointless. Yeah, that's right. It's Richard Herring! Thank you very much. Hello! Very, very different. See, I'm very different. Very different. Now I'm the character. It's very different. Uh, welcome to Richard Harris Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Uh, I was, I was uh, at a cool place uh, the other day. It was a lot of cool people hanging around there, and they were calling it rehearsal I Maybe haven't done the work on that one. Uh, so lovely to see you. All. Thank you for coming along. Uh, and uh, this week uh, I've got I've written a new joke. Uh, so the, uh, ready for it? Uh, the, uh, so I, this is topical to when we recorded this. I can't remember how it goes now. Uh, so the, uh, so the uh, conservative government, I notice, are uh, refusing uh, to, to cut the tax on tampons. I've noticed. What do they want from us, blood? Get it? Ironically, I noticed that uh, that Gideon uh, Osborne, as I call him, because it's his correct name, uh, uh, has put no extra tax on pencils. So uh, it's, uh we'll get that out there bit by bit. Don't worry, that will, G- Google it, nothing comes up. But uh, believe me, I-, I did a gig. Uh I'll do another joke. I've got a, I did a gig to babies this week. It was all babies, and like mothers and babies. It was in uh, Chiswick. Uh, it's kind of weird doing an, a, a gig to an audience that are crying and sleeping and pooing themselves. And that was just the babies. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, <laughs> I might have made that... And yeah, and was... Uh, <laughs> I was on... It was. I mean, it would be weird if the, pet and the mothers had been doing that. So, uh, it'd be weird. You just say, "Well, that's weird." I'm not laughing at that. Uh, and I was on Pointless subs. Well, no, not on, I've been on Pointless twice, and I've been an answer on Pointless twice. The first time as an answer on Pointless, uh, I was to get my name, Richard Herring. Someone at two points that was worth. So that was, and I was watching that on my own and feeling quite sad about my career. <laughs> Uh, this week, uh, yeah, I had to say what were the first names of Lee and Herring and lots of different double acts, and uh, there was quite a lot of kind of quite broad uh, light entertainment celebrities on that. I didn't think any of them would get it, but Louis Spence from the, da- from the world of dancing and homosexuality, I guess, I'm, I'm guessing... He, got, he knew my name, which I was very surprised at and got it correct, and it was worth 11 points. So like, I'm going very slowly. It was, and both times, I think it's been people not knowing who Stuart Lee is. As, 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 as. Anyway, let's crack on. Uh, We've got a fantastic guest this week, and then next week as well. I don't know why I'm telling you. That's, a, that's a awful for me to tell you that next week we're going to have a fantastic guest when you, none of you will be here. So please welcome, he's probably best known as Tom o. Thompson from Mike Bassett, England manager, the film, the successful British film. <laughs> it is Phil Jupitus, ladies and gentlemen, Phil Jupiter. <laughs> he's dressed up. Welcome, come in, sit down. Hello. Make yourself at home. How you doing?
1: I'm alright, how are you?
0: I'm very good. I'm just going to put that camera there to prove to the people at home that two attractive women have come to see. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I, d- is, I didn't what's three attractive. What's happened to your demographic of wheezing, borderline consumptive <laughs> computer geeks? They're behind the pretty ladies. And there he is.
0: I told that guy. I told the worst me. guest ever. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Uh, how how oh, was right. it? But we'll get the Tommo Thompson from uh, Mike Bassett, England manager questions out of the way first. Because that's, that's
1: obviously what I'm constantly uh, yeah. barrage, a ceaseless barrage <laughs> how of was, questions How was about that, that working
0: on? Mike the thing Bassett was, line. was
1: we got to I because when you're offered a film, you think, well, it's all computers now, isn't it? So they don't send you to Bucharest anymore. <laughs> they just put you in a studio in. Kettering and in front of a green screen and you pretend you're in Bucharest and they put it in behind you. But we actually filmed. We were the last filming engagement at Wembley Stadium before it was knocked down. Um, we We got to film at Lancaster Gate at the original FA headquarters. You could smell the evil... (laughs) <laughs> and we filmed we were taken to Brazil and filmed at the Maracana wow. stadium in Rio in the actual stadium and all the while I just kept saying could you not have just done this <laughs> I mean don't get me wrong I'm loving the whole you know tits and a cock but <laughs> There's a lot of that in Rio, seriously. (laughs) You're walking down the beach and you hear, English, English, English. And then you look, and there's a massive pair of tits. You go, Christ, like that. But then they go, woof. And it's like tops and tails. It's terrifying. And are they calling you over because they think English
0: people particularly enjoy that? I think they think we crave it. I think they think
1: the English men, you know, with their, I don't know, their desire for tits and cock. Yeah. Now you mention it. Never no, really so it was, it's a niche thing, but apparently it's very niche in Rio. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was odd, but it was, get, it was just fabulous to go to these places. And then, but also, um, all of the lads I was working with, was in Nigel Lindsay uh, was one of the uh, who was in Shrek, and he was the, he was the guy. He was in um, <laughs> uh, Four Lions. Yeah, I know Nigel Lindsay. Was know, the, so they, they, Nigel could... and um, just all of the lads that were also playing journalists were all proper like like, national theatre and RSC right. actor types. And we got incredibly drunk in a restaurant in Rio arguing about what was more difficult, stand-up or acting. Yeah. Them saying that stand-up was more difficult, and me going, ah, it's fucking easy, you just talk, you cunts. <laughs> You've got to remember words and not bump into that woman and stuff, acting <coughs> is terrifying. Um, all night, all night, yeah. all night. They couldn't, they couldn't get their head around. The idea of us, what we do... Yeah, you were right, stand-up's easy. It is, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's really easy. It's such a cakewalk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we won some bizarre cultural lottery.
0: But to be honest, acting's easy as well. It's just saying stuff, isn't it? It's just oh, saying, no, it's just you saying. Can, no, I, okay. did,
1: I dressed up as a lady. Yeah, enough, you, have you have to, enough, all you all have the to say all I had to do face. lady faces. Did you? I was Edna in Hairspray. Oh, yeah, of course you were, yeah, yeah. I so think... And you have to sing. Yeah. Did were you aroused in any way? by
0: that? <laughs> I, I do like seeing the idea. me with tits it's and now the have got me with tits and, the the, the, and, the, the, and coffee. Now I realise that's why I've been craving that Rio appeal. That's, that's why I married now. a woman with a cock. That's why like, now it makes sense. <laughs> now it makes sense. Strange. Now I get it. You have done a lot of acting. you and you're bit. still carrying on. You're going to be in is it the Chitty Chitty Bang chitty,
1: Bang? Chitty Bang Bang on the Baron. Okay. In uh, uh, with Jason Manford. Okay. In as as Caractacus.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. the, that's Dick Van. He's Dick Van. Dyke. He's Dick
1: Van Dyke. Who played you in the original film? I don't know. Okay. Someone out there will because your are crowded as we speak, googling it. <laughs> Someone with Do you not German watch know. the
0: f- when you're doing something that's been done before? Do you deliberately not watch the film of it? I've actually see never seen guy?
1: Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, so I'm looking forward to having a watch. Okay. A Probably read the script before you uh, do
0: it. That would probably be an idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. go on and just say, I'll busk this. Is he the bloke who owns the sweet factory? No, no. the baron is the baron. No, I don't. <laughs> now you say, it, I don't remember much and about it. There's a child wife, catcher, in it? His
1: wife doesn't like children. Okay. That's why they had the... So I'm they the hire bloke the that child. hires the child catcher. Uh, I do know who it is now, yeah. And I, do. We sing, I sing that song, Chuchy Face to Michelle Collins East EastEnders every night. OK. Presumably have to do a bit of that with her. OK. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice work if you can get it. Well, it's weird, bearing in mind that, you know, you start doing poems like, Mrs Thatcher, she is bad. <laughs> and the government, they are mad. Thank you, good night. That's, you know, and then 30 years later, it's your, mate. I mean, 30 years later, 29 years later, you're wearing a swastika armband and you're on stage having a good arm think about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Billy Bragg now? <laughs> I'm marching up and down the stage in a German helmet, where it's covered in swastikas. I should point out that that was in the in producers', producers. okay. In the producers. So just yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moved no, it over was a from fundraiser anti-fascist fundraiser for UKIP <laughs> <laughs> in Dover,
0: <laughs> almost certainly. Well, again, like uh, last week's guests, generally last week's guests. You're much worse than last week's audience. Uh, Eddie is I do is
1: actually nearly asleep down here. Really that's a total less. To oh, it's cheaper
0: than going to a hotel to sleep there. That's the, it's only 15 quid to come here, so a lot of people that just is, come that's in. The, and they,
1: that's the, the kind of prone position of the former patrons of this cinema, if I recall correctly. <laughs> 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 sit up, Phil, Ju- Phil Jupiter's Phil Jupiter is telling
0: you to sit up, pay attention. Stop waiting for Jack Whitehall. I know that's why you came. You
1: disgust me. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just say stop waiting for Jack Whitehall? That's semantically impossible for people in this room to do. He sets a very high bar of his audience. Stop waiting for Jack Whitehall. OK.
0: But your early career is very interesting. You started in the uh, mid-1980s, as, a, as, 80, say, as you say, a poet. 82,
1: 83 was the first yeah. gig, yeah.
0: So, uh, th- again, there was sort of a good, like with Eddie Izard from last week, Yeah, there was a good sort of 13 to 15 years. So, yeah, of, started
1: um, in 83 and Buzzcock started in 96. Right, yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it was, I, w- I was around for ages before I got a regular <laughs> telly gig. But I was never looking for it. It no. just came along. I thought, I remember when we got it, Thinking, oh yeah, this'll be a couple of years. That'll be nice. Yeah. And it's like groundhog quiz. <laughs> on and on and on and on. And where do these new pop stars keep coming from? <laughs> I always remember the week when I actually seriously thought about quitting was during the Amstel years, and I remember the only person I knew on the show was Amstel. <laughs> <laughs> just, just surrounded by children and a very funny little gay man in the middle, and that's <laughs> <laughs> just the whole thing felt like an elaborate hoax. Well, you anyway, know, we
0: could we're, we'll talk, Obviously, we're going to talk about that, but it, it's it's sort of a, it's as lovely as it is. So you're working sort of a dozen days a year mm. and earning some nice money, and then going to do other things for the rest
1: of the yeah. year. Yeah, it's odd how much that defines you because it's yeah. like two hours in the studio, twelve shows, twenty-four hours, one day of the year, completely defines how you're perceived and everything. I always found that really odd. Yeah. And also, the thing is, you don't edit it. No. And I, I wish, you know, I had the kind of juice in the business where I could say, I want to come to the edit. Oh, fuck that. You know, you're there and it just catch, captures what it captures. The weird thing was, is when, when we had really good nights, I mean, I stopped watching it, like, millions of people. Um, LAUGHTER um, I don't know. I suppose about 10 years ago, I stopped right. even. I'd always look at a couple of series just to see how it was coming out. Yeah. And you'd
0: watch it as it was happening, right? You wouldn't just... As you were doing...
1: <laughs> 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 you, how many times did you do it? Three, twice. Three, twice? Yeah. Well, it was a great time when you were on. <laughs> it was I just saying the next year, can we get Stuart back? Because just uh, oh, that's oh. From- <laughs> Classic. That's what happened. That's, that's, that's what happened. it. Don't put this in front of me. <laughs> so I'm going. I haven't got that one. <laughs> Richard, let's put your uh, book put my, they put my name with your name they put there. My, but there you go. Stuart, I only ever did it once. I
0: think. <laughs> yeah.
1: Richard, there you are, the bigger name. Well, it's name. A, but the thing with Buzzcocks. Richard, I'm Richard. You're Richard.
0: Uh, the uh, is, uh, is that, did you only come on this because you thought it was strange? I started, I started.
1: <laughs> Seriously, it's in my head now.
0: Uh, it's, I'll call uh,
1: you Andrew any second.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, three, it's like a three-hour record for a half-hour programme.
1: How long were yours? You did two. Did yeah, you did you a Lamar one? You did a Lamar one, didn't
0: you? No, I, d- I only came in very late. I only did two. T- uh, An Amster one? Uh, yeah, I think one was Amster and one and was a Frankie Boyle. Boyle.
1: Frankie Boyle, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, when he used to like me. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't keep know. I do, up I, something happened. I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> don't something know, happened. I don't know. He just he d- doesn't seem to like me now. But oh, okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> what did you do? I, don't... <laughs> I, I know you uses some kind of, of way
1: on the internet of communicating.
0: Yeah. Well, I've tried to. He's blocked me on Twitter. That's my. He's moment, blocked yeah. you.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: I think because I was critical of some of his uh, disabled jokes, but only uh, slightly. I mean, if you, uh, I really like him. I think he's very good. And mm. just said, I oh, well, didn't think those were ones were that good.
1: Oh, well. But
0: anyway, uh, it's a three-hour... Uh, you know, it's not like he's been on here and I've been rude to him. And then I could understand him not liking me then. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, Or
1: even calling you by the wrong name. <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> The thing
0: with Buzzcocks though is there's a lot of stuff that has to go in there. So even even se- when there's seven people
1: yeah. and I mean, so,
0: admittedly yeah. a few of them it's, are It's really odd
1: because what happened was, was in the early days you kind of work hard, you kind of think, we must do jokes. Whereas the point of panel games is that you forget that and just try and have a nice night and then funny stuff will happen. Seven, you know, seven of you in the room kind of relaxed with each other. and yeah. then, So from the post Simon, and then me and, me and Fielding very, very deliberately said, let's just try and have a good time every week, because yeah. from a good time will come a good show, and I think that worked, you know, and so we just, so, my job on Buzzcocks, I realised, was, like, you know they sometimes put a goat in with a racehorse <laughs> to calm it down? Right. That was my job. <laughs> you put the twitchy nervous celebs on Team Dupe, and then I just calm them down and make them eat a pie and tell me about their mum's. <laughs> and then and then we do the show and I and they they shouldn't we be writing jokes and I'm like wo sh sh da da da, da. <laughs> no enjoy yourself yes yeah. that's what it all is and that's what those shows are is they're a fake kind of night out with a bunch of people yeah and you know someone'll have a drink Jamelia will have a lot of Malibu <laughs> <laughs> and will actually end up like that, Amy Winehouse, bless her, she got slaughtered on the show. Um, the man from Towers of London, Donny Tourette, that was a night. <laughs> he, I remember it was so sad in a way because he, uh, he was, for some reason, picked on Bill. It's like punching Winnie the Pooh in the balls. (laughs) Pick on Bill Bailey, for the love of God. It's kind of this avuncular, troll-like creature over and smiling away at you, and it's like... And Donny Tourette starts on Bill, and, like, the room's not with him on this! (laughs) Bill, of course, as a professional comedian, is just going, bats back to you, and bats back to you. Just slaughtering him all night, and he's getting nowhere, this kid. And, And... uh, at the end of the evening, he's just slowly slumped in his chair because uh, presumably the drugs have worn off. <laughs> he slumped there and he, and and he leans across to me and he goes, "I'm the youngest of four brothers. This is like being at home." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the most intelligent thing he said all night, and it was <laughs> and it was off mic. But he, yeah, he, that was a an odd night. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's weird because I. People come up to you and... and but the, when, when you're on those panel shows, and when I realised, uh, QI taught me the whole less is more thing, is forget that you're on telly and just try and enjoy being in the room. Be in the moment. That's how panel games work. Be in, be in the room and be of that moment. And, and, and that's what happened. Whereas, you know, you, you try too hard. It's, it's, it will just be the, the death of you. You were great at panel games. Oh, yeah, I loved I,
0: it. I, well, I don't get asked too many I know, many. but Why?
1: I don't know. Stupid. I don't know. It's wrong.
0: I don't know. Because I'm from the Oxford North, I'm from
1: Avalon. I've never done that. People always come up to me and say, "Oh, you're really good on mock the week," and (laughs) I always go, "Thank (laughs) you." (laughs) Never done it. Not once. Never done it.
0: I have to do my own. T- I just have to put my own shows on and, t- and take them largely at home
1: in, uh, in my cellar. But uh, sometimes I think better, I'm not sure this is real. Better I'm not sure this that is you three. do this than yeah. you sit in a garden shed masturbating, <laughs> wondering where your life went wrong. I which do that. As well. So many people. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're, masturbate I masturbate like too why My life went you're wrong. You're time less. efficient. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you got a timetable. Yeah. Do you timetable your wanks? No, uh, You know
0: just wait till my wife's away for the weekend and then
1: That's I by That's a weekend <laughs> my god you, you, Surely you're supposed to relax you Come back and you're just a husk <laughs> Everything was fine <laughs> In a sling sat there <laughs> Just chain drinking barocas <laughs> Eating bananas Got a cock like a cashew nut <laughs> 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 Welcome home. <laughs> oh I'm so glad to see you, darling. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Danny Baker had a great term for that, the BMW. Right. Because it's the when you, your partner goes away yeah. and you're downstairs on your own and you <laughs> pop on a cheeky DVD <laughs> and then you go upstairs and they go Hi <laughs> And you spent the Yeah. The earnings already. <laughs> he called it the BMW, the badly yeah. mistimed wank. Yeah. That is...
0: <laughs> so, as, I mean, like with Buscots, I think what's interesting with you is that... Buscots, let's keep he talking had, about wanking. Had, uh, had, we'll, get, we'll get there, don't <laughs> worry. Uh, everything everything, everything <laughs> it's comes a, it, back. It's you. it like,
1: will all come back. She approaches.
0: But I think what's kind of interesting is that, you know, you had 17 years of working on that and it's a in regular income and then, in a sense, there's that stop you do you think it stopped you doing um, stand up and other things that you that you might have done otherwise no or? i did i did
1: loads of I know you did. great things i, I think what it is is if you've got that that kind of uh, you can have because you've got your life to live and when you've got something that pays for life then you can be a bit more so you don't do buzzcocks from september till november yeah and then the rest of the year is yours to do with so i i Did musicals, hosted a breakfast show, launched Six Music, you know, uh, did GLR, did so many really, really fun things, you know. Toured with the Blockheads, toured with the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. Going on tour as a singer with groups you bought records by when you're a teenager. It's fucked up. (laughs) It's mad. There was a guy... It's really weird because I got back on Twitter uh, for Edinburgh because I was doing so many shows and wasn't in a brochure. I thought I'm going to have to at least tell people what I'm up to at Edinburgh and it was a leafleting exercise really. And I saw a comment, I was doing a gig with a group called the Panic Brothers and, I was, and they're lads that I used to gig with in the late 80s, you know Richard Morton yeah. and uh, Reg Ross and they were a little, and I used to open for them as Porky the Poet, right. and they reformed last year, and I said, I'll open for you again. Right. And I said, but you can't put Phil Jupiter's, which kind of defeated the whole point of me supporting <laughs> them, and I felt so bad for him, but you can put Porky the Poet. And so, so I did that again. I opened for them again yeah. a few times. And then I saw a tweet, and a guy went to, you want to watch yourself? Okay, give him that Phil Jupiter's, to Reg. It was a tweet to Reg that I'd been copied in on, because that's the passive-aggressive nature of the internet. LAUGHTER you want to watch yourself well. Uh, gigging with that, Phil Jupitus. I went to see the Bonzo Dog band and he ruined the whole night. Right? And, I, and I, I... So I hope that that bloke may be watching. OK. <laughs> now, how did I ruin the whole night? Because it was a, a three-hour show that I'm on for 20 minutes, maybe 25 minutes in yeah. a three-hour show. And didn't forget the words knew the songs, knew the lyrics, had been invited to perform with the Bonzos by Neil Innes. So I was trying to think why... So, right. So what it is, is he didn't like me and I was on stage. So that's understandable. Now, if The Clash reformed with Rick Astley singing... (laughs) I am a huge Clash fan, got everything (laughs) they ever did, but I would not go to that gig because of the Astley factor. I'm sure he's a lovely man, but I don't like his work. So this bloke was obviously not predisposed to me and yet still went to the gig, so the fault is his, <laughs> not mine, and I, I f- I f- it's still in me, this is yeah. six months ago, I fucking can't <laughs> shake it, I want to fucking go around this bloke's house and go what the fuck are you thinking, saying I ruined your night, you're a fucking idiot, <laughs> fuck off, <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah, I think the more you're on social media, the less those things get you. That's the thing. I think think you 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 must be really good at the bat. bat, I quite enjoy it. Well, I I, do do interact with them. Do engage. But I just also think if I. I think you realise that you, you're not going to please everyone and so they are tweeting you as if you think you're pleasing everyone and no comedian most comedians no, no. are just terribly uh, you know think they're terrible themselves and, and yeah. insecure about themselves so you don't need someone coming to do that for you because you do that for yourself yeah, already yeah no the but, self-loathing
1: you know. it's the career
0: but, uh, but do you also, have a low
1: self-image stand-up is for you <laughs> But if everyone loved you, that'd be
0: weird. So they—they think they're performing a service, I think, by telling you that not everyone loves you. Yeah. Uh, but it would be weird if they did. But also, I think there's something so deeply weird about seeking someone out to tell them you don't like them that that, that they're they're sort of funny. It, I like now tweeting them back and saying, um, maybe I'm not funny. It could be that, or it could be you're not clever enough to understand. That's what I'm doing. That's really. And, they, and then they really don't like that. Yeah. And they go, no, I am clever enough. Going, well, maybe no, it might be, you know, it might be that yeah. you are. Might be that I'm not the thing funny. That I wanted to do, the other thing I wanted to do
1: with the bloke at the Bonzo gig was uh, say, I've I I read your tweet, I feel really bad. Um, I thought I'd send you uh, your ticket money back. And then I thought, you don't deserve it. <laughs> but then I thought you kind of do, because I spoiled it at night. So here's half a £20 note. <laughs> Just cut a £20 note in half. Send him the half without the serial number on it, so he can't, <laughs> so he can't redeem it. Yeah. Isn't that illegal, cutting money? Yeah, I think so. Is it?
0: Yeah, but you've probably done other illegal things. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A bit. What's the worst crime that you've done that you've got away with?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all about your own parameters, isn't mm.
0: it? Well, really with crimes, it's more follow, about really? the law's Let's parameters. <laughs> <laughs> More kind of a statues written down. And <laughs> if you disobey him, you go to prison. If they catch you, but you know, I've got away with all my crimes so far.
1: It's quite good. It's mainly it? stealing like, penny sweets from picking mixes. Richard is Raffles. <laughs> he's, a, he's a gentleman, whimsical burglar. <laughs> I love the idea yeah. of you as raffles. Like <laughs> <Quite>, slightly unkempt. <laughs> quite slightly clumsy. Yes. Falling, clumsy falling raffles. bumping into things. I love clumsy raffles. <laughs> the state of this room. <laughs> <laughs> raffles again. But it must
0: be it's a shame to let anyone, you know, one negative voice. It's a very comedic thing. So we're we'll looking to this audience and I, I did a gig th- on Friday in this yeah. uh, with this guy called uh, David Trent and the um Complete with a tiny little audience, actually, and he really rocked it. Mm-hmm. And he's going, "What about that woman on the left, though? Who didn't laugh yeah. at anything?" And I'd seen who didn't laugh at anything. But you're going, you know, you did an amazing gig in a really difficult circumstances. We'll always see the one
1: face, yeah. not laughing, it's and the to make it's them. It's an odd, but it's that. It's such a. It, what I always want is people. It's, it's, you're not funny. Say something funny. You're not funny, and I'm like, I'm like, well, if you're coming up like that, that's that's a stickier wicket, isn't it, really? And I'm not funny to you. People used to go, BBC people used to go, oh, very successful, very successful. It's got a steady one and a half to two million. And all I could ever think was, that means 71 million people (laughs) don't watch our (laughs) show. (laughs) Who could? Who could and choose not to? (laughs) And it's yeah. not like we're not charging, it's on a free channel, it's on that licensed channel. And they don't... 71, that's all I ever thought. Yeah. Every time they went, oh, I was doing very well. <laughs> Fuck that, it's just telly. That was a brilliant bit of a Mickey Hutton uh, said to me when I got Buzzcocks. And, and he, went, uh, he went, it's just telly. Don't, don't think. And so I always... My mindset for, for the... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm my mindset for the whole time... <laughs> But just, um, you people are there been uh, up to all sorts of making faces, <laughs> touching each other in a herringy way. <laughs> um, I forgot my point. 53, <laughs> it's fucking great being 53. You don't care anymore. Your balls are slowly descending <laughs> like a barometer. Just tap them in the morning, they lower a bit. What was I talking about? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's only Phil, a podcast. not matter. <laughs>
0: This, uh, you know, there's a lot more. Than, there's a television. lot more people not watching this than we're not watching. <laughs> this. Uh, so, I think, uh, but also, with a comedian, you know, if you're not funny and you've got, and you've managed to have a 30-year career, that's pretty impressive as well. I know there's but, that. But with a comedian, you have. That's why I love people. Go, you're not funny. You go. Well, I actually have. this the one job where I pretty much have a barometer of whether it's working or not yeah. every single time I do it, it's an, it's, which is
1: the audience. It's an, odd, it's an odd thing, really, you know. It's, but you it's, call call. it's what I like about it is that, you, is that you, you get to immediately find out, you know. Yeah. But it's humour so... My mum can't bear me. <laughs> do, you have, do you have to swear, dear? Do you have to swear so much, dear? <laughs> it's, it's awful, awful. <laughs> I saw you on that QI the other night. Why do you have to flirt with that man? <laughs> <laughs> they're all laughing at you. <laughs> I'd been in five musicals. She came to the... F- I was a year in town in the West End uh, uh, for, for a bit. And Mum came to see that. And, uh, I, you know, I get, when my mum comes to shows, I get her looked after, she's minded and, you know and taken care of, and then she's led into this area at the Apollo Theatre in Shaftesbury Avenue called The Gold Room, to await my... Which, is that just mind,
0: in town, or Justin is that always there?
1: It's a terrorist. she did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically downstairs, uh, a bar in, on Compton Street. And um, she, yeah, she was there, and uh, the company manager, John, had been looking after her and my dad, and then I kind of, and in, I don't know if you saw it, you are in town, but at the end of it, you're covered in blood and in your underwear. It's great. It's mad. It's like being in a Sam Peckinpah film. And then you have to shower all that off. It takes about 20 minutes to kind of get ready. And then I went down into the gold room where Mother was waiting, and she, she, went, she went, Well, well done, dear. It was so good that finally you sang something properly. <laughs> it's my fifth musical. <laughs> the company manager fucking spat water all over my dad <laughs> I went what, what what I went fucking this is my fifth fucking musical mum and she, she, she was like she went I just meant that you were doing this one properly I went no no it's a fucking air yeah but you're a woman in that it doesn't really count mums Aww. like mums ah. <laughs>
0: Do you think the the guy on Twitter's upset you because he's made you think about your mum? Is that what, is that what we're Nothing looking at? Nothing anyone <laughs> on the internet says can
1: be worse than my mum's withering gaze, so I'm like...
0: <laughs> but it must be, it's very exciting to be, you know, the thing with the blockheads thing and yeah. the and the, and the bonzos, that's it. Yeah. you know, you can't let that get you. I mean, you might oh be called God, no, up to... No. Your, thing your is, speciality it's... is stepping in for dead singers, so, but you know, you, know you, that's could do it, yeah. the, you could
1: be in the clash I was waiting next. any bit as Nirvana phone up. <laughs> The Clash phone <laughs> up and I go, sorry, Astley's in. So, <laughs> no, it was just, it was it was because of the bands themselves. Neil Innes asked me to do yeah. the Bonzo's gig uh, with Ade Edmondson, and we'd be in the wings every night pinching each other, going, <laughs> we're
0: in the Bonzo, don't do that
1: <laughs> Giggling like, like, little, like we should be in a Gilbert and Sullivan wearing <laughs> kimonos.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then, um, and yeah, Mickey Gallagher and Chaz Janko asked me to do uh, the, the New Boots and Panties tour yeah. for the Blockheads you're not you, you, it, it's, that's the brilliant thing Viv Stanchel and Ian Jury two Essex lads it, completely irreplaceable so you're not you're not replacing you're just the, the, the band want to play yeah. they play better if they can concentrate so the Blockheads tried gigging without a singer and just singing the songs themselves and they can't singing and playing not what they do and so they just said would you sing a couple and it just worked better for them so did it for a while don't do it anymore it's great <laughs> it's good fun yeah
0: uh, did it annoy you honestly this one about Nevermind the Buzzcocks mm. that the Buzzcocks aren't called the Buzzcocks? Didn't that, did that No, not the annoy thing you? is, is the, the of yeah. the title
1: is from Nevermind The Bollocks. Yeah. So it's not from the Buzzcocks. Because no. it's when I introduced <laughs> when I introduced Buzzcocks yeah. at uh, Glastonbury, <laughs> Pete Shelley came up to me and went. It is Buzzcocks and not the Buzzcocks. (laughs) You know that, don't you? And I went, look, the title is Nevermind, from the Nirvana album Nevermind. The is from Nevermind The Bollocks. And Buzzcocks is your name! (laughs) So, Fuck's sake. So, Nevermind
0: isn't from Nevermind the bollocks. The Nevermind is, never never is from Nevermind the, yeah, the Nirvana but,
1: album. So it's Never. It's three albums. It's two sure, albums. Never, and a band name. The Never two could al- be
0: from Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. The Never.
1: <laughs> See, that's an applause laugh. They're, they're what we chase. When we sit in the dressing room after the gig, without they laugh, but they didn't clap a lot. <laughs> needy fuckers <laughs> just oh god
0: okay i'll let you that's uh, that's the that's, first time it's been it. explained to me
1: that's quite right now you, you know where that's from because it was yeah. a very there was a man who there was a pop quiz on radio 4 that lasted for one series yes. and uh, the guy on that said uh, said uh, i can't even remember what it was called but he said uh, and at the end of the trailer free, it went unlike some pop quizzes which don't know that it's actually not the Buzzcocks. And I was screaming at my radio in my kitchen with my dog looking really startled, going, <laughs> The The is from Nevermind the Bollocks, you fucking bellend! <laughs>
0: a radio yeah I think it should have been explained at the start of each episode it should have, there should have been a yeah. very long kind of quantum leap style <laughs> intro to each episode yeah, yeah, where they explained where each letter of the every word is, came is from the thing
1: is that the people that come up in the street and go how did you not get the line up I could see it was them we don't see the clip of them that's on your telly <laughs> And the host always says! And for the viewers at home only! <laughs> clap, clap, I'm taking that. Yeah, look at that. No, now it's a... No, you ask for it. Now it's a sarcasm it. one. He pressed <laughs> it over into. No, where I am. At least in sport, you know, four, clap, six, big clap. N- That's it. <laughs> This is
0: an emergency question from Tim Turner. I think I've asked it before, but I, I like Tim. it. Richard Dawkins claims to have seen dogs doing a 69. <laughs> that's not the question, that's a statement. <laughs> What's the worst lie what you have ever told to impress people? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: What I like about that no. is the idea that Richard Dork no. said that to my, impress my me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, was, I, was, I went uh, uh, to Kempton Park to the evening races once, mm. and I had a bet on a horse, and I was down. I went down the barrier, just watched the end of the... the and I'm at the barrier at Kempton Park Racecourse, and it's an evening meet, everyone's fairly pissed. And a woman comes up to me and goes... She goes, it's you, it? It's you, it? she so it? and I kind of do and people go, and I go mm, all right because because I, I don't know who they think they are <laughs> and I go mm, like that and she and she goes monkey monkey <laughs> <laughs> and I go and then I just went you got me love <laughs> And I, I have someone, a woman somewhere, I think she met Johnny Vegas at the races. <laughs> I signed the autograph. Johnny Vegas! <laughs> Lovely, good to see you, love. She's going for a drink. <laughs> I, that, and that's Phyllis from Coronation Street. <laughs> Percy! It's a kind of generic, wheezy, northern... Works.
0: Have um, you ever put your genitals in the mouth of a dead
1: animal? Well, I've been out with some people in my time, Richard, and I would describe them a number of ways. <laughs> it was Metaphorically, yes. No, metaphorically. <laughs> I haven't, no. no. Why haven't we been asked to do that? Have you? No, I, well, I went to Oxford. I'm very disappointed I oh, never... Oh, yeah. I
0: didn't really put my dentist in the mouth of a living person. And so I was... <laughs> very disappointed that I wasn't asked along to... I don't think... I, I genuinely
1: don't think that happened. That is coming to be the sort of yeah. the, the, the general tenet of the thing. It's in, it's I mean, whereas, you know, I you know, put that kind the weird kind of ritualistic side of what people get up posh people do, fuck that. You know, the burning fifty pound notes in Indian restaurants and wrecking Indian restaurants is much worse yeah. than putting your cock in a fucking pig's mouth for the love of God. Now, if you put your cock in a calf's mouth <laughs> Obviously, no one here has ever fed a calf. Yeah, they've got they've got a. They have got quite the grip. (laughs) (laughs) If you put your cock in a dolphin's blowhole, that is supposed to be very good. That was always that was always what I imagine would be the tastiest part of the dolphin. (laughs) Mm, The blowhole but you have you to have, I, what I always wanted as my I, was, I used to imagine cruel foods my favourite was a sadist omelette was a chicken omelette made with the chicken that laid the egg <laughs> 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 I always wanted dolphin blowhole sliced and made into donuts, like meaty dolphin donuts <laughs> <laughs> with a saveloy through them mm. <laughs> good uh,
0: good it is good um, have you ever seen a ghost? No. Oh. Have you ever seen a Bigfoot?
1: <laughs> I, I work with... Um, that it's man. Finally, it's going to happen. It's gonna, he that has. He's just remembered he has. has. I no, I saw the Beast of Bobmin. Mm. I saw the... Definitely saw
0: the big black. That blank. was not the question. Do not Do oh, not change the subject. Richard. No one is interested. Richard! Go on, you can... Oh, I'll allow. It's I will, a giant I'm,
1: cat in I'm Devon. Going, I'm going to allow it. And it was miles away and it was by yeah. a Volvo and it was a puma. I saw a puma <laughs> in yeah. Devon. But I was the only one that saw it. <laughs> I saw an adder once but it was a normal sized adder. It, yeah. And it came up next to me in the bracken like that. Fucking hell, I, I don't run often. I ran then. Yeah.
0: It's the, an adder a, is not as good
1: as a Bigfoot. Uh, uh, I've not seen a Bigfoot, but I saw The Beast of Bobmin. That is quite good. That's a puma in Devon, yeah. fucko, so enjoy. <laughs> I, have, I did enjoy it.
0: Have you seen a Bigfoot? Uh, no, I haven't, but I'm hoping one of my guests will, because be, if they have, that would be a great question. Would they have? If they had footage? Well, yeah, I mean, if they suddenly... Re- I mean, a, if they'd forgotten that they'd seen it, and then they went, oh, I have seen it, and here it is on my phone, and here I am chatting with the Bigfoot then the, that'll be very good publicity for this podcast but, but yeah, I, it's a, i'm playing the I've long game i've not even wasn't... seen harry and the hendersons yeah <laughs> it's not worth it uh, the, the film or the sitcom that came
1: out oh there was a sitcom? Yeah, it was. wow <laughs> <laughs> bigfoot is the gift that keeps on giving yeah, it isn't was. he and even now in your podcast have you seen the six million
0: dollar man episode where he fights a bigfoot no, I haven't seen it either I watched, uh, watched
1: they're re-running Wonder Woman on the horror channel oh, yeah. and I watched a Wonder Woman the other day Yeah. and it's very funny I didn't realise that they put gags in it yeah. it's Cloris Leachman from the Mel Brooks films was in it as Wonder Woman's mum <laughs> one guy <laughs> that's obviously that's another way I do comedy stealth Yeah. very precise one guy's good like that's a drone like
0: bang one at a time I watch bang. the uh... bang Boom. I watched the first episode of Happy Days yesterday.
1: Because, because of post- Al, Al. Well, guy, I mean, he isn't in that one because he yeah.
0: didn't come in later. Yeah. There's a character
1: in Happy Days. I saw a man today yeah. walking up Oxford Street. Imagine the Fonz, <laughs> yeah. right? If he was 55, yeah, right? But with glasses and smoking a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. That was the look he'd gone for, this guy. Wasn't like, that? Like Fonzie, if Fonzie in the later episode, Fonzie, the later series. Isn't that what if he became? Fonzie goes to Harvard, yeah. that episode. Do you remember
0: Chuck Cunningham? I think he's called Chuck. Am I? Does anyone know? But this it's actually a thing. There's a there's an older Cunningham brother.
1: I did not know. In the, no, f- in the no. first two series, I, of Happy Days. I used to get very excited about being on Buscots with Susie Quatro because oh, yes, she was. She, led was at Tuscadero she was in Happy Days. Yeah. I watched the. I didn't watch in a Happy Days episode. I watched the Weezer video. Yes, I did that, that as well. Album. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, it was oh. all right. Happy Days. Did you like it?
0: No, I did. Well, I did. I did. I sort of did. I think when I watched it, I was in 1970s, 1980s. I like Richie's uh, mum,
1: Somerset. Richie's mum.
0: Yeah, Marion uh, thing. Yeah, that's her name. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Somerset. Uh, she, well, I th- I wasn't sure whether it was an old sitcom that was from the 1950s mm. that they were show- showing. Or whether it was genuinely for it. So I was confused by it as a child, but I did enjoy it. Is sit what? on it. That's what they used to say, isn't it? Sit e. on it.
1: Sit Whoa. on it. E. Hey, please hey. Please sit please on it. C O E. You used to hit things and yeah. they'd work.
0: I watched, and then I was watching stuff about Saved by the Bell today for some reason. <laughs> mm. And, uh, it was quite a convoluted route I got there. I'll tell you how I got there. Yeah. Uh, because I was watching Happy Days, I then watched a bit on YouTube where um, Howard Stern interviewed Scott Bio, who comes across as a, a bit of a dick. Yeah. Uh, and then Screech was being interviewed by Howard Stern. So I then... And when it was when Screech wrote a book about all the other people in Saved by the Bell and how they were all fucking each
1: other, I, but not him. Um, <laughs> I think there were some sour grapes there. Yeah? <laughs> I watched. Um, there was a really good thing on BBC Four the other night, which was just all the archive old, crappy kind of like EPK footage from James Bond films, right. from from right from the very early days. And there was the woman who played Money Penny, was being interviewed by um, Gloria Haniford, was really complaining that they had got Judy Dench to play M, and not her. Right. <laughs> but was genuinely bitter about it. <laughs> was like that should have been me, huh? But, like, I'm like, I can never understand that. Showbiz is so fucking transient and so inconsequential. When people get cross about it, it's fucking... We are distraction. What's out the door... It's great that you've come here to kind of just ease the pain. What's fucking out there... God, oh, Jesus Christ. I do, I feel really bad. There's a book by Neil, someone called Amusing amusing Ourselves to Death. Have a read. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking (laughs) hell. Seriously, I shouldn't read it. I read it, and it's just yeah. like, no. makes makes you want to stop doing this and <laughs> and go and work as a volunteer somewhere.
0: I think it's very interesting when people become very successful. I think with kids as well, it's it's much worse. So if someone becomes very successful as a kid, then it's very difficult to make that transition into
1: oh, not
0: realising how it's not well, that all important. I'm,
1: all this is, and this is something that started in 1983, is I'm just trying not to do a normal job because I'm no good at it. And I was told that I wasn't any good at it when I did one, so... I worked at a job centre and at my last assessment uh, panel, the regional manager for Manpower Services Commission Essex looked at me and went, Philip, this job, the civil service. And I went, he went, it's not really you, is it? (laughs) No, Dave, no. (laughs)
0: But where are we going to find someone to replace you? (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: So that was that was out
1: of college, out of school, was it? Or you didn't, out, out, out of, of school, school, I didn't yeah. go to uni. No, 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 that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. If I got one more year of buscocks, I could have put the money away. And if I'd known, the thing is, is what was about the way they cancelled it is, I just got a phone call. So you get a phone call in April, and they go, "Are you free in the autumn?" Every year. So every year, I assumed it would be cancelled. And then when it actually was, it was oh fuck, because <laughs> then you could have planned a bit. If they, what I'd like them to have done is just said, "This year will be the last year." And then you know, and then you can kind of plan things. And you could, I thought it would have been, it was on 20 years. I thought it would have been nice to do a last episode. People would have watched it, would have been a laugh, get Lamar back, have a giggle. Um, but um, because I wanted to go to university. Yeah. And, and now it's kind of, because they've ambushed me, I kind of.
0: Why didn't you go? Because you were clever, right, at school. You'd got, you no, got a scope, didn't you? I was get clever, but it? lazy,
1: really properly lazy. Right. I was, re- I was bright enough to go, but just yeah. lazy. So um, uh, that's what I. Still want to do, really. Yeah. Just go to uni, if someone allowed me. I've got an honorary degree, and they don't fucking count. <laughs> I'm a doctor at the University, the university of Essex. And they, they really push the... You can call yourself doctor. I'm like, what kind of fucking idiot gets an <laughs> honorary degree? And then goes, I'm a doctor, let me through. <laughs> <You> need whimsy. <laughs> yeah. It is quite interesting, who,
0: the people who choose to use... I think when people get honours as well, and, then, mm. and, then you, and you can see there are certain people who insist on being called... sir If they're a sir or an OBE, either it comes up in the credits or they insist on being addressed as sir whoever. Yeah. That's quite an interesting character trait, isn't it, if you well, get why, one of those things? But
1: that's, I don't know. It, I, it's, it's just It strikes me as odd, you know, the way... But, you know, I've been in fucking... Showbiz for 30 years. I've seen Odd.
0: What would you... I've seen
1: Weird. i met at Jedward. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <it>? <laughs> Jedward were on Pointless.
0: They got knocked out first uh, in the episode. Really? The med- yeah, it's a very, a big, it was a big surprise.
1: Remember, we... Because Jack, <laughs> Jack D was hosting the Jedward episode and we did... Uh, uh, and they they kind of you know when we used to go out before we go into the team rooms and they just do do the running order they yeah. go then this will happen then that and they just check camera angles and what you're wearing and then you fuck off and have a chat and then you do the show later and so we were doing that bit and uh, they do a couple of intro and Jack not the intros they do a couple of next lines and and Jack goes in the in the last round of the next lines and, it, and he goes, so this will be to your team Noel Jedward and so on, so on. and he went. What's that coming over the hill? And Jonathan went, Is it a porny? <laughs> <laughs> then Edward went, oh, I love porny's. <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they, they had handlers, right? Yeah. From the record company. They genuinely had these people looking after them. And... Uh, and you go, before Buzzcocks, you go in the team room, you, sit, you just have a chat, you have something to eat, you know what it's like, yeah. it's good fun, you know. Nice, you just yeah. have a little lovely, that, that great chef. Yeah, there was really good food, food on really food, Buzzcocks, yeah. wasn't there? None of that BBC chips nonsense. Yeah. it's great. But we, so, um, we don't want the handlers hanging around at that moment because it's just the team want to do a bit of bonding with the, the two sort of writers and just have a chat. And so Jed was there and, and they had their handlers with them and were just in a constant karate stance. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and Kevin Day went, so you, you don't have to um, stay here. We, we'll be all right with the lads. And they were like, we can, we can go. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> and they, they were like, they were so delighted to get an hour off Jedward and they went. <laughs> and then they looked around and they went, boys, 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 boys. <laughs> and Jedward, who are like meerkats on coke, constantly. <laughs> See how weird that is? Another one! Next to it! (laughs) (laughs) Boys, boys, boys. And then they looked at them and the the guy went, what do we do? What do we do? Pointed at Jedward like that. And they went, and the pair of them together in unison went, we we listen with D's and we keep D's shot.
0: (laughs) 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 It strikes
1: one of the sad and the thing is <laughs> it's halfway through that show Just you're on telly with Jedward you're questioning where you are in your life and then I suddenly realised that they're just these fucking kids that are having a laugh and it's the machine that is using them to make money is what started to annoy me and I started to feel so fucking protective of them by the end of that show I'm sorry for them I've got fucking children and I know what it's like and these Boys who are just, you know, they're, they're fucking blessed and they're in a laugh. They don't know what day it is.
0: <laughs> I, I feel especially sorry
1: for Jonathan
0: because, like, Edward gets his whole name in Jedwards. Yeah. And Jonathan just gets a J yeah. in it. That's right. It should be, you know, John-wood uh,
1: yeah. Edithan. John-wood. John-wood. Yeah, it should John Wood or Edith Wood. John Wood. John Wood. No, that's too much. <laughs> John Wood. John Wood. Wood. John- John- would be yeah. Jedward fucking John. Poor Jonathan. Edward. He will kill Edward though. <laughs> That's how that'll end. <laughs> I've got other letters. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, your stint on Six Music, which you did briefly mention. But you you kind of uh, well, you you you're quite outspoken
1: about the BBC. Know, it was just it was I did I did a book and just kind of uh, I don't know. The thing is, I did Six Music, I really enjoyed it, I had a great time. It was a real laugh, you know. What it was like there. Thing is, is um so we did. The, they just said they're going to launch this station and they asked me to do the breakfast show. Very happy to do that. It was music radio, and. Uh, what I don't like on the radio, there's things I don't like. I don't like... That radio voice. Hi, good morning and welcome to the show. <laughs> How do you do that for fucking four hours a day? Unless you are so full of cocaine. <laughs> that your voice actually sounds like that naturally all the time anyway. Hi. Hello welcome to the show. <laughs> That's a fucking... Uh, Christina Aguilera couldn't keep that page. Uh, She's the queen of the... I didn't like that. And the the BBC didn't like me not liking that because I think they wanted a little bit of that, you know, whereas I was just... For for the first hour of the show, I'm always like, all right. (laughs) Uh, It's seven o'clock. This is... Oh, Boom. Uh, This is a clash. I was like that for an hour, and then I'd wake up during the second half hour of the show and then get a bit more bouncy, and then it was natural. It was natural. (laughs) (laughs) So we did it for for years, and then every year we went, how many people are listening? And all of the people that were listening to us were listening online because there were no digital radios. So the BBC launched four digital radio stations and no-one could buy digital radios. It took three years before... Uh, Argos got those pure Evoke radios in three years no one had digital radio so everyone was listening online right then digital radio started slowly to filter out in the third year and and we started to get people that listen on dabs and that was fun and uh, we constantly say how many people are listening they go we don't know (laughs) we don't know because no one's got the dabs but we must have listeners because people are emailing the show we know people are listening because we've had phone-ins and talked to people people are listening yeah but we, we can't count them (laughs) <laughs> they, they don't, we can't count them because they're not listening on radios. So when the first uh, Ray Jars came through for Six Music, it was 150,000 people, I think 148,99, something like that. And, uh, and I said, well, what about the, the online people, the people listening online? Because we've got listeners in fucking America and, and Canada and China and Australia, all over the world, people listening to us, emailing in the show. They went, like, no, we, we can't count them. <laughs> can't count them because they're not listening on radios. The majority of our fucking listeners, you can't count because of the technology they're listening on. And that's the BBC. It's a fucking administrative nightmare to work for. It was really, really good fun. I had a right laugh. It was great. But they want you to play Coldplay records. And I can't, in all conscience, (laughs) play Coldplay records. Because the the, the first strapline advert, because you were there, you remember what it was, the first strapline advert was, we play what we like and nothing else. If I play Coldplay records, that makes me a liar. (laughs) (laughs) And so the one that upset people, the morning when I really got into trouble with them, with management sort of thinking they wanted rid of me, was there was a morning U2 released a single, and every radio station in the UK was allowed to play it at 8 o'clock. The whole country, every music radio station in the UK... (laughs) was going to play the new U2 single, like it was the birth of the fucking second messiah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Paul McGuinness had fucking given out this, you know, You will be permitted to play the new single by U2 and Lo and we put it on, and it's fucking the ding ding de, ding, de, ding 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 <laughs> ding. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> dum dum dum. Fucking it's a U2 record. It's a fucking U2 record. We all know how they go. And it had been on for 30 seconds, and I, and I just went, right, it sounds like that. So if you want to hear the rest, Wogan's playing it. <laughs> They, and I got, um, I got like, I got uh, about fucking a 100 really pissy emails from YouTube. <laughs> They're YouTube fans, you know what I mean? But I got like about a 1,000 fucking <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> the, yeah, it's weird. But I, I don't know, I, I wrote the book, it was sort of cathartic really, because I did it and loved that job, but I quit because I'd had enough. Uh, I'd sort of really, I'd done everything I could yeah. and when you realise you're doing when you're in radio and particularly if you're doing a, a show every day you're doing the same you've got to be really into that doing exactly the same thing every day you've really got to be into that you've got to be able to do that and if there's some personalities are just going to go eventually going to go no nah. no not anymore and also all of the and I remember like all of the ideas that I had at the time And I remember saying at meetings they're doing now anyway so I knew that Six Music will become what it is now Eventually, but they just weren't interested. When I was asked, uh, like eight months before the station launched, I was got in and asked if I'd do it, and I said, "You should hire Lauren Laverne to be on right after me, after the breakfast show at 10 o'clock. You should hire Lauren Laverne." I said that eight months before Six Music launched, and it took them six, seven years to do it. Yeah, you know, they did it eventually, but it's just it's just slow. It's just slow. Thing is. We're really going to miss it. We're really fucking going to miss the BBC. We really, really are. It'll be gone in about four years. So you know, enjoy it while it's there, because <laughs> it's going now, and it's being. I think it's been deliberately taken down from inside. I oh, think I, think, yeah, I think yeah, it, it is. It's being. Dude, you watch Thirty Rock? Yeah. That whole thing about how uh, someone's tanking the network. Yeah. There are people working at the BBC who've been sent in by people who, that own rival organisations. To deliberately do shitty things, so it's you know, and the ones who haven't been sent in uh, aren't very good, so still manage that to do as that. Well, anyway. <laughs> you know, you have to be so patient to work there, don't you? Though, I mean, really, when I you're t- in well, the it's,
0: building. It, I mean, it's, uh, it's sort of awful that it's become the way it has. It's, it's awful the way that the public hasn't stood up to it, which they did for Six Music, so that's why Six well, Music is weird, yeah, but you know, but that's, so but the, the fact that the public it's, yeah. it's become so. You know, everything's become, oh, you know, I'm paying £100 for this thing, £120 for this thing, and that's ridiculous, and so I'm not going to stand up for this because it's awful. But, you know, why are we accepting that? We get £120 to pay for something that mm. in, is independent and is producing fantastic yeah. stuff. So it makes me
1: crazy. What I quite, yeah. what, 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 what I quite like was that um, subsequent administrations, both Labour and Conservative, have tried to get rid of the BBC, have hated it. Yeah. And that means it's doing something right. If, if the government hates an organisation then that organisation is doing something right. And then the BBC was genuinely a voice of the people, asking uncomfortable questions of the fucking idiots in charge. And we're going to lose that voice. <laughs> we are losing... And yet I won't do question time. <laughs> Stop booking comedians on Question Time. Stop booking fucking comedians on Except Tomo and Steely and Jeremy, because they're campaigners, and Joe Brand because she's a campaigner, and Toxovic, because she's in a political party. Stop booking fucking clowns. They're funny enough on their own. They don't need us. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of that. Let's get a comedian on. Let's get a comedian to do something. I fucking can't wait till it's all over. <laughs> I really can't. Any day now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it's it's a ter- it's a terrible thing. Well, also because it just means Sky will then become Fox News, and the, in the sky, and then that will we'll get their news. Well, you know, but that will be, be unchallenged. You know, so it's it's oh, and no. that's what we're working towards, and that's the clear.
1: Where would you go? Bonus. Where would you go? <laughs> when we flee the the, the, the if this. the island would actually sink, yeah. like as an allegory for what's happening, like Cornwall first kind of dips into the Atlantic and then starts coming down. <laughs> Would it be from the top end? Now, Scotland, if Nicola Sturgeon saws Scotland off along Hadrian's Wall and then lets the rest sink and then puts buoyancy aids at Dundee and, you know, and Norway. <laughs> Norway. Shall I go to Scandinavia. Norway. Scandinavia is where I go. Scandinavia. Would you go to Scandinavia? Oh, yeah. It's a very difficult language.
0: They all speak English, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: fucking love you so much.
0: <laughs> it looks nice up there, I think it, that's it's, not, great, it's not as it? up there. I did a nice
1: gig in Lund in Sweden. It was extraordinary I thought who's gonna fucking come and see me. Four hundred fucking Swedes, that's who. <laughs> Chuckling away they were <laughs> They thought you were Johnny Vegas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Probably it <laughs> and you're scared of spiders, are you really scared of spiders? No, I am, but uh, the thing is is i don 't mind them if I know they're there and I can right. see them when they 're there and they 're not moving and they 're not bothering me. The problem is when they arrive because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's and it's it 's true I was do i i, I the, the routine that I did in quadrophobia rat spiders I'd someone, i had someone made someone throw up once, and a woman ran out of the gig screaming once because I just described. I mean, there's a feeling that you have if you're arachnophobic where you sense that one is there about a second before you actually see it and you see it in your peripheral vision. So you just have a really weird, the second before you see it, just a kind of, there's something not right in the room. And then over here, where you people, spider people are, (laughs) there'll be a movement like that. That... Which I can see, even though I'm looking that way. That. And it's, it's that. It's when yeah. they come, they arrive. It's fucking hell! And it's got to be dealt with. And it's that. It's more an admin issue I have <laughs> with spiders. I know I'm not going to go into the whole routine, but genuinely, I, I, I don't like them. I, I'm, I, I, won't, I can't, can't kill them. I think they're great animals. They're amazing, extraordinary creatures. But when they arrive... I had an uncle like that once. She didn't want him to come round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I can, I can only assume you're safe in the Leicester Square Theatre because there are usually so many flies around here that I can. I'm assuming there can't be any spiders in the building. <laughs> well, no, there's if there's if a lot of flies. Of, if
1: you want rid of them, apparently conkers in the corner of the room. Is that true? No. Someone over there. No. There's someone over there who's obviously shit scared of spiders. But a house full of conkers. <laughs> a house full of conkers and spiders. No. Just encourages them because they can play eight games of Conkers at yeah. a time. So that is. <laughs> well, there's a Conker in the kitchen with like a with a twentier on a string going. What a game, do you? Eh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll ask, you another, I'll ask you another one of my fabulous emergency questions. I'll, I'll ask this one. I'll ask this for a while. Would you rather have... I think this is the right question. Uh, it's been so long since I've asked. A tit that dispenses talcum powder. What, or, right, or, right, hang on. A tit? Yeah, a tit. A breast that dispenses... Well, not necessarily a breast. A Someone tit. did get into this the other day, and it isn't, I'm not saying you're going to get, like, a moob. But like I when I oh, say what, me? when I say yeah a tit it will have on you a tit. Oh, All right, I imagine on me, your nipple, Not just in life. Yeah. <laughs> not like an idiotic. Not like George coming around throwing talcum powder. George pad really at you. takes it from he you, does, doesn't he? Really.
1: Does. <laughs> he's like but your, he deserves he's, it. Though, George, George is your mad shop, isn't he? <laughs> he basically.
0: Is, but he deserves it, doesn't he? <laughs> he nearly knocked the mirror over in the dressing room just now. So it's Swinging a tit that's that
1: boom around like it was it, like it was harvest <laughs> season. <laughs>
0: It's a tit that is... So your tit, you tit. go, talc, you go, and talc. As much talc as you could ever want, as much as as you wanted. Here's a
1: contentious view. Isn't talc carcinogenic? (laughs) The room's gone really fucking quiet now. (laughs) The fragrant-smelling, clean and dry room. What? (laughs) (laughs) I thought... Well, I don't know. Well, that
0: might affect your decision. Or, uh, finger that definitely has cancer. No, or a finger that can... that be quite good. A finger that can dispense cancer. <laughs> <sighs> and we'll make it that for today. So, uh, would you rather have... You, you can't ca- you can't catch cancer from it, but you can give cancer to anyone you want. And you can choose the type of cancer. this can just be... It doesn't have to be. It can be a curable no. one. The thing
1: is, I was thinking the other day about... <laughs> I think... I think What's wrong that, with that? I think the murder rate in the UK yeah. would be higher than America if guns were legal. In terms of a kind of per capita rate of murders, I think that we are more strung up than the Yanks. And I think there's that weird sort of entitlement. You see it on the roads... I was coming down the A13 to the gig today. The tailgating in fog on the A13 and the hate in the cars <laughs> and the faces. Imagine them with guns. <laughs> It'd be like fucking Dodge City, this whole island. It'd be fucking insane. And I'm just... It's, that's I, I, I'd have bought a gun by now. I'm <laughs> fucking so glad I don't live over there. <clears throat> I'd... I'd... Fucking... The rage. So I can't do political comedy, because I start to get so angry and murdery. <laughs> I can't, because I get genuinely fucking cross. Start effing and jeffing needlessly. And it's just. It's when you get older, it's the, you want that the, we go on in our lives. So what, the thing I love about you, and I said it earlier, was your work ethic. Because I don't have one. I'm so envious of that. You know, I, I think that's what works. university might have taught me, is how to, how to, how, uh, like... Oh, believe
0: arc. me, going to university did not give me a no. work <laughs>
1: <laughs> Quite.
0: I had quite a good work ethic until I got to university. Oh, no, of course, yeah, and no, then I, then I, I just stopped. But, Yeah,
1: you had a bit of a turn, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, at a time, At a time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, I did, yeah, it's strange, but, but, no, I can't, it's, I, I the rage in people, I find quite funny. yeah. I'd like to, yeah, because it's all like, it's because I can't argue. I'm used. Um, there was that, what was that show on, uh, they used to be shown Dave, Argumental. Yeah. And they wanted me to be a team captain on it. And uh, the reason I said no is because I actually don't like arguing. <laughs> and it was a great format for a show. It was a lot of fun. Brigstock and uh, Rufus were cracking on it. But I fucking hate arguing. And I did it a few times. They go, would you come back? And i like, no, stop <laughs> asking me to do this fucking show. So I genuinely, I can't, I don't like arguing. Don't like it. Which is whereas, you know, you're free for all shows like Buzzcox and QI are fun because I just think you play with ideas and it's like keepy uppy, QI and Buzzcocks. It's just keeping an idea going and you're on with fun people and it's a giggle. Yeah. You know. That's 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 the comedy. I think comedy is always best when it's cooperative. And, but pe- I know people adore and love confrontational and embarrassment comedy. When without embarrassment comedy, you wouldn't have Adam Partridge and Coogan and Simon Amstel and you know Curb Your Enthusiasm and all those. Oh my God! Comedy, <laughs> which I can't bear. I can't watch. I love Curb, the idea of it, but I can't watch it because it's so. Nah, beloved cunt. No. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs>
0: My mum said my mum doesn't like Forty Towers. I was talking to someone about this because because she can't stand the fact that it always goes wrong for him. Yeah, which is most sitcoms, but it is more extreme in Forty Towers, But she can't bear it because I think you, she sort of, you like Basil Fawlty, and then it always goes wrong for him. And you've got to be a certain kind of person to enjoy the fact that he sort of deserves it.
1: I think it's, it's because the reason that I could tolerate it on Forty Tales is because he's, he'd come out of Python and the absurdity of Python, I think, had kind of... So I always saw it as an extended Python sketch. And so I bought into that. But generally, I can't bear that sort of thing. No, I'm with your mum. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, cancer finger or... T- 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 <laughs> <laughs> cancer... <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> the reason that I mentioned the guns thing... Maybe it could cure cancer as well oh i'll have that i'll have that but every other time you use it, it has to give someone cancer. <laughs> <laughs> for the cure well that'd be good you could cure got someone. it not got it <laughs> yeah got it not got it <laughs> got it not got it uh, got it
1: Ooh. chase me <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's essentially what God, the power that God has, isn't it? Isn't it? No, yeah, the, isn't he it? Done, and he it's does, difficult and he looks for down God. on
1: us, and it is tricky no for him. No one thinks about that from God's make, point of yeah, view. Yeah, he has he to make those
0: decisions. He could have made there be no cancer, his... but he, he made that decision. Now he has to decide who gets it and who doesn't get it. And he just does it randomly. It's good. That's the best way to just dispense randomly I'd give it to people who deserved it.
1: I think, as long as Alan Dedico did the cancer <laughs> announcements every week, <laughs> here are this week's cancer victims... 407 testicular cancer. That's the biggest showing this week for testicular cancer since February of 2004.
0: (laughs) Do you think adding extra...
1: Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, (laughs) 803.
0: Do you think adding extra numbers to the lottery, as they have done recently... Has screwed a lot of people. I think a lot of people are going to stick with the numbers they had for the last t- whatever it is, t- mm. fifteen years. They've and added then more there's numbers. A lo- there's, there's a load more. They've added They've a load more. Added more numbers. They've added more numbers, which makes it less likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> that's how maths works. <laughs> I think the it's fucking now
1: people in this country. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's now sixty-five million to one. It was fourteen million to one before. <laughs> I know. I like the odds <laughs> when it was fourteen million to one, but now sixty-five million to one—that's insane.
1: <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I, it's only go, I only learn things when I come out the house and meet other people. It's great. I don't watch telly. I stop gonna... listening to Radio 4 during the day because it's so fucking shrill. I listen to Radio 4 Extra, so I know what's happening in the Navy Lark. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, they've started a television channel. <laughs> Five people, see? Small groups. It's less efficient but more fun.
0: Occasionally, as I was talking to John Finnamore the other week, there's a sitcom called Albert and Me that I've never heard of. With um, Oh
1: Richard Beckinsale, yeah. and the baby, yeah,
0: and Pat Coombs playing the baby and his Coombs. mum. I couldn't remember. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then apparently Robert Lindsay takes over in the second series. I think not because uh, I think the other the, yeah, Beckinsale just gave in rather than died right, in that case.
1: Right, he quit. Yeah. Um, so I don't do know. There's, series, some, there's just some, e- some extraordinary. I like, I, I like in hearing uh, you and Stu come up sometimes yeah, come the, uh, up. On, yeah. on Four Extra. Yeah, it's, it's that's the thing. BBC
0: though. Sometimes it things. takes me a while to realise it's me.
1: <laughs> yeah. <When> you, sometimes <laughs> I you tune I, in. I and find it you. really weird when Arthur Smith said, "My yeah, coming up in a minute, Phil Jupiter," and I'm <laughs> in my car and i <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: It is strange. I was once driving somewhere and was listening to Steve Wright, and then said someone said, "Oh, we're going to see Richard." Herring. You know, he said, "Oh, we're going to hear a shout out to such a who's going to see Richard Herring." It's like, "Oh,
1: that's that's where I'm going." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to that as well. Uh, have you ever heard? Uh, have you ever? Um... There was um, someone I knew was getting tweets about... Steely, Mark Steele, was, uh, was watching the cricket at home, had his feet up on the sofa, a cup of tea, watching the cricket, and, you know, just picked up his phone, Twitter. Really looking forward to seeing uh, uh, Mark in, uh, in, like... It was somewhere like uh, Burnley tonight. He was like, well, I'm not playing Burnley. was <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> bloody... Oh, he's bowling now, is yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Can't wait to see Mark in Burnley. Why do you burnley tonight? And he went. What was? And I went. No, no. There's nothing in your diary, Mark. But I will just double check. And then, and he hears the bloke walk away from the phone. And then he hears this in the background. Oh fucking hell! No! <laughs> Mark, I am so sorry, mate. He has to fucking drive to Burnley. (laughs) He's in the middle of the fourth over. (laughs) And presumably,
0: I don't know if he does that. He writes about a bit about local material. (laughs) He's got to do the show. He's got to do the writing on the way to the gig.
1: He's fucking crowdsourcing (laughs) like fuck. (laughs) It's Macclesfield, not Burnley, yeah you ruin, ruined the whole anecdote. And yeah. the, and, and, and no, the that's, podcast, this is it's worse. Really, it's, uh, I called you Stuart. You called me Stuart. It's, it's, wreck, it's you wrecked the whole Stewart, thing. Ben, I'm just, that's what it's a bit like those people at the BBC. I'm tanking it from within. <laughs> <laughs> it's been brought in. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sent in by, a, by the Perfect 10 podcast. <laughs> Even though it's not do, happening yeah, anymore, yeah. we're still going to take him that's down. That's how bitter Phil <laughs> Wilding is. <laughs> <laughs> That was always, it was a really, really good fun. You used to come do our Christmas did, one yeah. when we did the ones together. That was a laugh. Oh. Well, they're probably still up online somewhere, are they? I don't think they are. are I think someone went looking for them the other day and, and yeah. Apple do eventually. There's a kind of statute of limitations on They've podcasts. Been de- They've yeah. been destroyed. They've been destroyed. <laughs> yes. It's really weird. In the early days of podcasting, wasn't it though? That yeah. whole Because it was so new. You were remarkably forthright in the early <laughs> days. And then, and then you eventually realise, no, people do listen to this shit. And then you get a bit nervous, you and know. there's a
0: lot of stuff, especially, I mean, in all of them, but in Collins and Heron, I said a lot of terrible you things. You said loads of
1: incredibly... I mean, I... Uh, I remember... I, I fucking... I, you probably gave me cancer. <laughs> listening to... Fucking hell! Some of the things you said. But there's so much of
0: it, I don't think any journalist will ever listen yeah. to it all i'd have to become so famous and to go let's
1: us kind of go back d-. and yeah yeah my favorite ever question we got asked on the perfect 10 was okay uh, you are being attacked by waves of six-year-olds 10 at a time how many, how long do you think it would last before they would overpower you <laughs> <laughs> We've spent fucking quarter of an hour on that question. <laughs> I think first thing Wilding went was, are they armed? <laughs> <laughs> You're all thinking, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably take the first ten, no trouble at <laughs> all." No, obviously, you get tired. Yeah. <laughs> They'd get you eventually. eventually. Eventually they will. Overpowered by
0: six-year-olds. Yeah. That's where the cancer finger comes in yeah. handy. So, um... <laughs> Unfortunately, we're going to have to... <laughs> yeah, exactly it's we've that. kind of talked it's, about it's things. Been, yeah, it's been all right. It's been really nice it's to been see been you again. Fun. It's, oh, it's you can, always a joy to see you. You can come back anytime, Lovely man,
1: man. time, like, you Because yeah. so, we didn't even touch on half the stuff. I know. You well, it's, we, you know we what? We wasted a lot of time. What's good is, is because <laughs> I'm one of those guests that... that I've I'm, I'm, I'm realised what is, in comedy terms, I'm a bit like Squeeze. <laughs> which <laughs> is people don't necessarily want to go and see Squeeze, but they know their stuff. and they, When they think about it, they go, Oh, Squeeze. And I'm a bit like that, and I've been on a tour around the UK, and I fucking know I'm like that. <laughs> oh, Phil's on up the road. Should we get a ticket? Nah. <laughs> Still nice to know he's here, eh? I'm <laughs> that. That's the, that's the sort of level of appeal that, 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 that I've, I've suddenly I've worked it out. That's, yeah. that, that's where I'm at. I'm squeezed. <laughs> and I'm fucking happy with that. But, but the thing is, is, when you get another big name in the second half, yeah. like you, you've got your man today, so I'll come along and do a first half for you. They, they go, oh, it's tubes, that'll be right. He'll kill a bit of time and he can ask the questions he hasn't asked. It'd be great. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to British Columbia in the woods for six months and see if I can
0: see him for you. And yeah. then <laughs> come back, we'll do a special. Go, yeah, sorry, Me. it's a long way away, I look like a kind of monkey.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: there he is! Nice no, bloke. There he is! Nice no, bloke. No, it's a bear. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see a bear. a bear in the wild. I'd yeah. love to see a fucking It'll bear It'd probably in the eat wild.
0: you, though, wouldn't it? Or make love to you. what
1: sort of bear. <laughs> bear sex. You know, bears have got um, a kind of hook in their penis that I... clings to the wall of the vagina. Yeah. So it doesn't leave during intercourse. That's terrible. <laughs> I went to London Zoo once to visit the bears. I'll just say this. I'm glad you added that's terrible. Robin.
0: Wouldn't it be great to have one of those, eh, hey, fellas? <laughs> like a grappling hook.
1: <laughs> grappling hook cock. I'm in now. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to know what's on the end of the chain. Um, so the, uh, but I went to London Zoo to visit the bears and, uh, and uh, to call the bears, you don't go, ooh, bears, you just rattle the keys. Right. They come running up. So it's a bit like a swinger's party. <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: going to have to go. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up, Phil Jupiters! You have been listening to Richard Herring's That's the Square Theatre Podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Phil Jupiters. This music is by Pest. Thank you to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre. This is where I am. And also at Go Faster Strike, which is in Wales. It's in Cardiff. Don't go there. It's scary. They give you points if you drive even a little bit fast. Don't go there. It is produced by Dave Griff. Uh, It is a Sky Potato Fuzz and Go Faster Strike production. Thanks for listening to the show. hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to everyone who gave to the Kickstarter. Do tell your friends about these podcasts if you like them. Pass on the good news. It's, I'm a bit like the new Jesus. I'm not saying I'm the new Jesus, but I am the new Jesus. Uh, and if you want to come and see me on tour, uh, my new show is called Happy Now. I think it is quite good. And uh, you can go to richcharing.com slash happy underscore tour. And you can see if I am coming anywhere near you in 2016. Thank you very much for listening. Now go away.